everyone, it's Minna. And I'm Hager. And this is Yellow Bye. Welcome back, everyone. It's nice to have you back. I'm thrilled. Minna's really not. But here we are, doing I this again for the people. I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> are you you're actually joking or being serious right now? Like, I remember briefly discussing it, but was it confirmed? <laughs> <laughs> I confirmed it on... Like, I I was confirmed. Okay. Okay. I did think about my safuda, though, so... Me too. Big deal. Big deal alert! <laughs> but, but that's, like, five minutes versus the entire... <laughs> it's gonna be a short episode, I guess, because Minna clearly has no, no idea No, you know me. Talking. I can talk. Oh. I can talk. <laughs> So today I thought let's talk about vulnerability since it's something that um, we both struggle with. Well, no, it's it's something we definitely both struggle with, but we've talked about it in the past week. So I think that's how I want to start doing these episodes, like things that me and you naturally talk about. We should save and talk about it on here. I wonder if the things that we naturally talk about is appealing to the people who are listening. Well, I'm sure we have to be honest with ourselves and true to ourselves. Yeah. We're not doing any, like, clickbaity kind of content. We definitely are. If we can, we are. Just throwing that out there. We just never can, guys. If we had the opportunity, we definitely would. (laughs) (laughs) The episode about my breakup where I didn't talk about my breakup, (laughs) I only mentioned that I was broken up. And then I was like, you know what we should do, though? (laughs) Let's clickbait. So that is actually going to give us a good segue into our topic. Like, we don't always have to have good segues. I love having you wave. I love you. <laughs> you literally wait and you're like, ooh, I can use the word segue. I lo- it's not even about the word segue. I want to kiss you. <laughs> you're so cute. Stop. It's about, like, I appreciate a really good segue. Yeah, I know. Okay. So, I saw the opportunity and I took it. Okay, so we, honestly, actually, before, see, now I'm going to ruin the segue, but do you people like when me and Minna are, like, normal functioning human (laughs) beings, or do you like when we're giggling nonstop? Because I've been in such a good mood that, like, I just want to laugh every second of the day, so I feel like it's been translating into, well, this episode, obviously. I don't mind it, but I wonder if people are sitting on the other end and they're like, oh, No, I think people want, I think when people turn on a podcast, it's really depending on their mood, because that's how I feel. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to listen to this Mm -hmm. podcast because it's so light and, like, it makes me laugh, or like, oh, I want to listen to an educational podcast, so it really just depends on people's moods. Don't you I, think that's yeah. how it is when you watch anything or read anything? For me, it's weird because I am like that with podcasts, especially. Mm-hmm. Well, with shows too. But the one podcast I can listen to always was Jax. Literary Disco, but obviously also Armchair Jax, Expert, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, those and two I are... hope that we give people, this is, this is a really big statement here. I hope I'll that tell we you give why. people. Yeah. But this, wait, mm-hmm. why? Because I'm the same way with those two. I can yeah. always listen to, the, to them, even though I haven't in a while. What I like about those two podcasts, Literary Disco and The Armchair Expert, is that they have such a good balance of funny and, and like and lighthearted and then also like educational. Like you yeah. come out of the episode learning something, which is like why I love podcasts yeah. and why I listen to podcasts is because I want to 
be able to bring something to the table in conversations. Yeah. And everyone always says that. Listen to podcasts if you want to talk about something yeah. at like a dinner party or whatever. Oh, yeah, 100%. So but that, I, I think I truly they, believe that most of my, literally most of my conversations come from podcasts. Yeah, because you're, it's different than reading because it's, you get information in an hour where with mm-hmm. reading, it's like you have to read the whole book, which will yeah. take you seven hours, eight hours, whatever it is, and then be able to talk yeah. about it. But anyway, um, that's what I love about those two. And I do hope that we I really hope give that, that we give Maybe that not feeling. so much educational, but maybe it's like we're talking about something that might interest I people. I actually was listening to someone talk about podcasts and there. I think there's this fear now, especially with like super like good quality podcasters that like everyone's podcasting now like everyone's podcasting especially during the quarantine like i think everyone started a podcast. so many people yeah and i think people are like but we don't want the quality to be so bad that like people kind of dismiss podcasts Mm because you know when the quality like kind of like i don't know just kidding (laughs) no no but like i wonder whatever the quality gets so bad so that people are like oh my god everyone's in podcasting i'm not into it or whatever Mm. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen because I really think with podcasting, especially like what we said, there's I love for conversational everyone. podcasts. And there's also just, I mean, we say this about books, but I think it can be about podcasts too. There's something for everyone. It's always weird to me when people are like, oh, I hate reading. I don't like books. Yeah. And I remember David, not David, David, like the guy that I used to babysit his kids. He used to say, um, if you don't, if you say you don't like books, you just haven't found your genre. You don't. Mm-hmm. Ha- you haven't found your favorite author. You haven't found yeah. your favorite writing. There's a, literally a book out for everyone. Yeah. So that's how I feel about podcasts. There's so many oh at this God, point so that many. there's something for everyone. If you like sci-fi, if you like politics, <clears throat> if you like literature, if you like painting, if you mm-hmm. like cooking, if there's you like art, there's yeah. literally everything. So. Oh, cool. Anyway. But um yeah, so we're talking about vulnerability today. Um. We were talking about it earlier this week because we were saying that every time that we've been vulnerable online, the reception we've gotten was so... Good. Well, yeah, and unexpected. Like, when you're vulnerable, especially in public, you're, like, so afraid in the beginning. Like, you're so scared Mm -hmm. that people are going to judge you or people are going to not respond to you and then you're going to feel like, oh, I just put this out there and nobody even said anything. Mm -hmm. But usually it's, like, overwhelming response definitely i mean every time i've said something that i like initially before posting and i'm talking specifically online Mm -hmm. where i'm like oh i don't know what people are gonna say this is kind of weird this is kind of being too honest this is putting myself too out there and then i post it and Mm -hmm. like like you said the response is just so nice and so loving yeah they're like why aren't most people vulnerable online i mean and i don't mean about everything about Mm. the things that you're comfortable with sharing of course um in real life though for me i always associate being vulnerable only me Mm -hmm. i don't think that about other people but Mm -hmm. i associate being vulnerable with being weak that's so funny so but i don't though with other people like if you're coming to me and you're sharing i'm not like oh she's such a weak girl but with me, yeah. I feel that it's way. It's so crazy that you said that. So Brene Brown, um, who, by the way, this is the reason I'm even talking about vulnerability. Mm. But anyways, she says that most people do that. They associate being vulnerable with being weak. And then she says, like, how many of you 
were so scared to raise your hand, take the mic and say your issue, your problem mm-hmm. and be vulnerable in front of people. And you were like, I'm not going to seem that weak. But yet you're sitting in your seat and watching the person who did do that. And you're like, wow, what courage. I know. Like, isn't yeah. it crazy yeah, yeah. that when we're doing it, we think it's but like I the But I look at it in, for me, this is the way I am with, like, with my mm-hmm. past relationships apologizing to me was so hard because it had I had to be vulnerable and I had to apologize and say how I was wrong and I had to talk about my feelings and all that and that to me was weak and I didn't want to be a weak person so I would not apologize in turn I would hurt myself Mm -hmm. literally I'm not hurting anyone but myself Mm -hmm. and it's just crazy though but I I hope I'm getting better I don't know if I've even like consciously tried to be better with this yeah I wonder why that is because I do that too. I honestly do think, oh, I hate that we're bringing it back again to being Arab. But I think it's very hard to be vulnerable if you were raised in like a traditional Arab way. I was actually talking to someone for... I don't know if I agree with that. I was talking to someone for a story that I um, am writing. And I was asking him like, oh, did your father talk to you about that? It's like a memory that's significant in their life. And he was like, well, no, like we didn't really talk about like feelings like that and this person arab Mm -hmm. okay and i was um i was thinking it was like we're so emotional as arabs we don't talk about passionate and we're Mm -hmm. so emotional like we can like scream and cry and laugh but we don't actually talk about like i don't know have you ever seen an arab family that talks like i feel really like gutted today i feel like the world really punched me. Like, so, I, I never see that. I actually don't think Maybe that exists. Maybe just our family. <laughs> I don't, but I think it's an Arab thing, but I don't think it's just an Arab thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, think it's... Maybe such an American thing to talk about your feelings or maybe like in those like areas like the Scandinavian countries, it's like normal to talk about your feelings so yeah. openly. But because I was watching... They were from Britain in the movie I was watching and she's like, honey, we're... British mama's gonna come and ruin everything she's like (laughs) um she was like honey we're British we don't do this we don't talk about our feelings German people (laughs) are known to like be very cold and not talk about their feelings by the way that's a stereotype I'm not agreeing with that that German people are cold but I'm just saying so maybe it's not so much an Arab thing Mm. I don't want to say that it's an Arab thing thing, because I just don't feel that I don't know yeah I talk about my feelings all the time I just like don't well, it's not about, that's my, I think that's the difference. It's not about talking about your feelings. Because I talk about my feelings nonstop. Yeah, I'm like, oh, But I'm not a vulnerable person yeah. at all. It's talking about what you th- protect, like, the things that you think. Things that you keep people uh, in the are, dark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or the things that you think make you weak. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we keep them because we're so afraid of what people are going to say. Like, mm-hmm. We're so afraid that someone is going to think we're dramatic. And that's my fear always, that people are going to think I'm dramatic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I just, again, like, when you look at other people doing it, you're like, wow, that's so cool that she decided to share her story. And mm-hmm. she decided to talk about something that was so, like, hard for her to talk about. Like, I know that a lot of women are so afraid to talk about um, not being able to have, have children. children. And... I, like, will read the comments and the person who, like, finally shares her story. Like, all these women who can relate and can't relate are just praising yeah. her. And they're so proud that she was telling her story. Even though probably took such courage and mm-hmm. such... Like, it's a lot to talk about your trauma. Yeah. So I always think about that. I don't know why I always think about infertility. 
Because when think, it comes to oh my, I think it's, it's just really hard to talk about. Well, it's an area that there's been so much like shame around mm-hmm. too. Um, so yeah, but why do? Actually, I was thinking about this. Why should we talk about our vulnerabilities? Like, yes, aside from it helps other people. I do like I know that. I think it helps why, you too, yeah. probably. Yeah. I th- how I think how about have it? you felt it helping you? Well. You mean like online? Because I don't want to talk about it being. It doesn't online. have to be online. It could just yeah. be from per- like between you and people, or even like between you and yourself, feeling like you're putting something in the light that you've kept in the dark for so long. So I, um, I don't want to like talk about this situation, but in general, I feel like if someone, like. Get I don't know how to say it or I'm not giving too much away. If someone chooses to leave, leave. And this is friendship, this is mm. partners, this is everything. I'm not talking specifically boyfriend, girlfriend type of stuff. If someone chooses to leave me, mm-hmm. I'm always the kind of person that's like, whatever. If they want to leave what I can't make them, I never express how I feel. Yeah. And I feel like the last time that that's happened where I've expressed how I felt, like I don't want this to happen. Like I will try everything, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. whatever. that I felt like okay I did everything I could I like put myself out there and it made me feel lighter to like be honest with one myself and then with the other person but I think it's really about being honest with yourself and I think when you talk about things you are honest with yourself like you're finally putting it out there you're like okay the message is out it's not in me anymore yeah I put it out now I can feel a little lighter and I think that's what helps but I think when putting it out there for other people to see like when I used to talk a lot about like my dad's death and how I was dealing with that or even just sharing stories about my dad it touches so many other people Mm -hmm. and I remember specifically getting this one message from this girl who lives in Italy who had lost her dad and we just she said I've helped her so much and that made me feel so good and maybe it's selfish that I felt good that I helped her do you know what I mean is my eyebrow looking crazy no there was like some (laughs) something on it maybe it's a little selfish that Mm. like I felt good that I helped you know what I mean I mean I felt good that she felt good too I think people in general like honestly I feel like if people did not share I would I don't know where my life would be like if people did not share publicly online. I know. Because I've benefited so much from, from people like sharing. YouTube videos from mm-hmm. journal entries. Oh my god, so much. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to like heartbreak or losing a job. Mm-hmm. Like you read other people's stories and you feel so much more at ease. I don't want to use the phrase like misery love com- loves company because I don't think that's what it is. But it's like, oh, someone else has gone through this and been a yeah. better person, you know? Like, when I was going through a hard time, I remember I would always look at people who went through a similar hard time. And During like, the same time. They survived. <laughs> yeah. They're surviving, so I mm-hmm. guess I can too. Um, so that, for for me, I think because vulnerability has a lot to do with shame. Like, you're vulnerable about the things that you're shamed about. Um, I feel like I'm practicing, or I want to practice to stop my shame by being vulnerable Mm -hmm. so like everything i feel so ashamed about i want to like tell it to people yeah so that i don't feel ashamed about it anymore Mm -hmm. um i do though i am someone who thinks about oversharing all the time and i don't want to overshare because i do like having things that are private Mm -hmm. um and i do feel like when you're really vulnerable online we're talking about online because i feel like that's where 
people are sharing a lot now. Because I was just going to say, I actually think I overshare with my friends. And again, it's not being, I'm not being vulnerable. I'm just like talking because I like talking. <laughs> um, You're not truly like. No, like certain situations, I ha- never have spoken to my friends about it because I'm just like, I don't feel comfortable sharing it. Mm-hmm. Even though I know if I have, if I share it with like my best friends, I'll feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Even with you, like, there are certain things where I'm like, oh, I don't feel like talking about it yeah. right now. So I just yeah. won't share it and I'm bottling it up forever yeah. and ever and ever. Yeah. I'm yeah. vulnerable about everything. So it makes life really hard. Like, really, like, sometimes I'll want to say I want to do this, but I'm, like, this project, for example. Mm-hmm. But I feel, like, stupid about it, so I won't share it. Or, like, literally everything. I was actually thinking about it um, in terms of religion. I wanted to post something about religion that I found. And you know how people are like like very anti-religious now like like more than any not not now, not during covid actually. It's it's now people are praying more than ever, but um before that statistics were showing that more people don't believe in God and mm-hmm. more people don't believe in religion than any time ever before. Mm-hmm. So you feel like like as an intelligent person, you kind of feel weird saying like I don't know if you feel this but saying like God or like God will do it for me. And then you're like, oh my God, like I must sound insane because I get that. Like, or well, people are going to think like, oh, this she girl, she's so God. smart. Like, yeah. yeah, she believes in God. Like how naive of her. <laughs> um, it's so silly. I, when, if I don't use God, it's not because I care about what people think. It's almost because like not everyone believes in God. So I want to put it in terms yeah, where yeah. they do believe like but do you care a little bit? I care a little. Well, a I lot. Mean, no, I, guess I always <laughs> will say I if we're being honest, I sometimes question religion, but I never question God. Mm. So, for me, if if I'm holding back, it's almost because I'm questioning religion and not so much mm-hmm. God. Like I no, I don't think I I think I've questioned if there's a God out there yeah, or not. Has. I think everyone I think. has. But I want to say for the most part, when I really think about it, I'm like, no, I, I think I'm one of those people who believes in God. Because for me, it's like life has worked out pretty much so that I every time I've prayed so wholeheartedly and like so deeply, it's happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there's no way I'm not praying to a God. And yeah. like, there's no way it just so happens by coincidence mm-hmm. that what I prayed for is exactly what I got. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I get that. Yeah, so I wanted to post something and then I immediately was like, no, this is going to be so stupid. So I didn't. So for me, shame is like when what any topic I'm ashamed of mm-hmm. is a topic that I'll like avoid completely talking about. Mm. And then I was my second thought was, no, I want to I want to learn about my religion. I'm honest with that with my friends that are like that also believe in Islam. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't I? help people with what i'm learning about my religion if like my mood Mm -hmm. says post it or whatever so did you do your eyebrows no i remember when i was in your room and i took wait they look so good well they don't (laughs) it's not taking that far (laughs) it just you i just forgot how ugly you looked the past few days oh my god so um but i did like all the under and then i did a lot of the on top yeah you look good Good job. If I wasn't vulnerable, I'd share a photo. <laughs> but, um... Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. I just noticed it. No, it's fine. Um, yeah. I get that. I want to know... Why I picked this topic. 
No, 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 no. I want to know why you think... Why are you so ashamed of things that you never... Like, I don't know. I was really trying to think about this because I had to write a piece about it. Well, I didn't have to, but I wrote a piece about it. Mm-hmm. And um, I was really thinking about it. And I really, really don't know the source. But I did think that... I don't think you have to know the source of something to fix it. You can just start fixing it. And I think I was really hung up on knowing like the source of like why I feel ashamed about certain things or why I'm insecure mm-hmm. about certain things. But I honestly feel like, I guess my memory is just not that good. So I don't remember. Like, I know therapists sometimes make you trace it back to, like, an early childhood memory. Mm-hmm. And once you fix that memory or once you, um, what do you call it? Like, fix your thoughts around that memory, mm-hmm. then you can fix it. But I, I tried doing that for so many years and I really don't remember anything like that. I, I remember things from my childhood that may have led me to feel mm-hmm. insecure or ashamed about certain things. But I don't remember, like, a significant moment. Right. So I'm just like, I'm just going to work on it. Like, I don't have to remember what what made me feel that way or, like, I what started that. it all. Mm-hmm. But a, a big, 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 big part of how I want to not feel ashamed about things is I want to Open up. talk about them. Yeah. But I don't want to overshare about them. Mm-hmm. The other thing... The, sorry, I just want to <laughs> also mention that what I see online a lot, which I think... This is what sometimes ticks me off Mm -hmm. is when people are sharing something. So let's say someone went through something. It's always like, but I came out of it such a good person. It's never people who are like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Mm -hmm. Like it's never open-ended where it's like, I still haven't come to a conclusion. It's almost like, here's where the story starts. Here's where I'm being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And here's how I'm such an amazing person now. Mm -hmm. It's never... I did this and I don't know what the hell to do. Someone help me or, or yeah. something like that. And that's, I think, that's, I think what makes people feel like, oh my God, like, why'd you have to share this? Like, why'd you have to preach to me about mm-hmm. this? And then I guess turns people off from either sharing or contributing. And the second thing I wanted to say was being vulnerable in like workplaces, I think is a huge deal. Like I, th- I say this about modeling because they always say that like the best pictures are happen when the model is very like vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's when she's like, and I'm sure with acting, with acting, you have to tap into like that, like yeah. spot where you're not afraid to like look crazy in front of the people. Mm-hmm. But I'm also thinking of how we deal with the meme shop and how like we were so open about all of the mistakes that we've made. Yeah. Like we've made so many mistakes, like even typos, even jokes that went way over. Like we've been just like so open about it. And I think that and it, it's better... so funny because we've actually talked to like people who are running businesses and they're so like we've had people preach to us about how to run our business especially when we were doing like that Ramadan series like we've had people preach to us because mm-hmm. we're so open I think with the meme shop specifically I think probably the meme shop is the only thing that in my life that I was like from the beginning we wanted to be like real yeah. we didn't want to act like we're a business and we call ourselves the co-founders and CEO. Like, no, we it were makes like, me no, cringe. It's like not... me and you, it's me and Hager yeah. and we do this thing and it still hasn't become what we want it to become and that's yeah. fine. Um, and I think even like when we talk to people, it's like I don't want to speak to you via DM and have it be like, oh, you're reaching out to a brand. No, you're reaching out to me or Hager. Yeah, and we're, we're answering person. you as me or Hager. Yeah. And a lot of the time we'll say like, I specifically, me, my personal thing, not like us as a brand. And I think like a lot of people probably look at that, people who 
are successful entrepreneurs look at that and they're like that's weird yeah we've made so many decisions i think that are questionable on the meme shop like for not for us for people that are like really like running their businesses in a different way which is fine but it is i think like i think the meme shop is itself a vulnerability because i really do think that there were so many moments i think where i wanted to feel a lot more professional than we actually were i never want to feel professional (laughs) yeah and because i think i used to feel like less than like oh this person's running their brand in such a professional way why Mm -hmm. aren't we like them like why are we acting like we're like too and it's so funny because my biggest fear around that is feeling like especially when we do these yellow by episodes like Mm -hmm. feeling like people are gonna think i'm an idiot or like Oh, for sure. Like, our giggly episodes. Wait, there was one time where I said, like, do you feel like people think you're so much smarter than me because my sa'afulus are always really dumb? Oh, I don't remember that, but... You yeah. don't remember? And I said, wow, like, I remember I looked through all the sa'afulus and I was like, I picked Glee. Like, that's so <laughs> oh, pathetic. Yeah. yeah, we were joking about it. <laughs> I was. I wasn't being real. But, yeah. like, it's stuff like that where... Why can't we just be so honest with ourselves? Like, at the time I was watching yeah. Glee. Like, yeah. why does that make me feel like i'm less smart it's the dumbest thing in the world and it's like what who who are these people who are making these rules Mm -hmm. like even today actually when i reposted a part of i it cracks me up when i reposted on my own page the the part of the episode last episode where we were talking about dming and sliding into people yeah that's just me i know (laughs) you were all good even then (laughs) i because i have like legit people following me that are like super intelligent yeah so i was like oh my god they're gonna think this is what we talk about on our podcast like why would i share this and not some of the important conversations we've had and then i i literally pushed through it and posted it because Mm -hmm. i was like i could be both like why am I so afraid of being seen? And I will say this, and I said this to her when she was on our episode. I literally think Alia Morrow changed my perspective on this particular part. Because Having both? She can, like, be so intelligent. She is intelligent. She can be serious, and she can be taking herself seriously. And then the next post will be her doing something really silly or, like, crying to a TV show or dancing or whatever or obsessing over keeping up with the kardashians like whatever it is and i Mm -hmm. love love that yeah so that's definitely something that i i mean just her book alone that was like a crazy display of vulnerability that she's like having people you know read yeah but for me i think i i'm in the opposite where like i think i use my instagram so much as a portfolio for casting directors that i made a different instagram for things that actually interest me because i was like people don't see me as smart and whatever this has been something i struggle with by the the way this is and this is another thing to that goes to show that our vulnerabilities are sometimes so like like what we tell ourselves about ourselves or not what people see about us because minna says this all the time about herself and i never ever met anyone who has ever hinted at that am i really smart (laughs) i've never met anyone who hinted at that like i've never had anyone be like oh minna's you know the dumb one like i've never had anyone say that (laughs) no she's never said that and i've never felt it and no one has ever i think thought that it's i don't know where it comes from i'm sure it comes from something i mean i know where it comes from i just like don't feel like i should share it but Anyway, I made this whole separate account because I was like, I don't want people to think I'm trying to be something I'm not, even though this is the stuff I actually like. I don't like to take pictures of myself every single fucking day and like post it, you know? 
So recently, though, I've been just like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to post what I like. And if you don't like it, that's fine. And if you only come to my page to look at what I'm wearing and what I'm using on my face, that's fine. But I'm sure there are people out there who are interested in what I'm reading. And I'm sure my input on things matter. Yeah. So that has been, like, huge for me. And still, every single time I post something that's, like, about a book or about, like, a thought I've had, I feel weird. I feel like, oh, my gosh, I... Uh, what is it called? Like imposter syndrome. That's yeah. how I feel. I'm like, I'm not like, I never want to act like I'm a writer. I never want to act like I'm this crazy reader because I'm not. Mm-hmm. I still feel weird acting like I'm a model. It like feels weird. Yeah. It feels like I'm an imposter in yeah, a yeah, sense. Yeah. So it's like, but that's all come from me being afraid to show who I am. Mm-hmm. I am all those things. I read, I write. Yeah. I'm not a writer, but I write. Yeah. So all of those things like it's just harder for people to put out there. It's okay. But it's also you're putting it out there for whoever, I don't know, like 3,000 people follow me. You're putting it out there for 3,000 people that, like, 90% of those people you don't know. So it is kind of, like, hard yeah. to do. But um, I always remember that David... So David Foster of Wallace, he said... Um, I'm going to misquote it, but it's really good. Like, you'll stop caring what people think about you. Actually, yeah, it's... You'll stop... Caring it's what, coming to me. It's coming to me perfectly. <laughs> Perfect quote. You'll stop caring. Comma. <laughs> You'll stop caring what people think about you when you realize how seldom they do. When you realize that everyone else in the world is going around thinking what people care about them, mm-hmm. and everyone's only thinking about themselves, you'll be like, "Oh, no one even. No one gives a shit. No yeah. one gives a crap." Mm-hmm. Like, I'll think about that actually all the time if I post a selfie because I'm like, "Oh, selfies are beneath me." <laughs> But no, I feel very like weird when I post a selfie. So I I was like, I don't know where we're going. We're just just talking about our posting. By the way, when you listen to our episodes, all they think is Instagram. Not at all. I do have something else to say about all of this. No, but I'm going to say something after. You better redeem yourself. No, that's like how a podcast works. You'll say something. Okay, stop. Um, so I okay, was saying okay. that... Oh, yeah. So then I thought, like, whoever is looking at this photo is scrolling. They've seen, like, 10,000 They're not out other... here, like, today I'm going to look at Hager's like, page. On this day. But anyways, um, what were you going to say after that? I was going to say being vulnerable makes people like it brings people closer together so imagine we were all super cold-hearted and just like never talked about anything like none of us would be connected Mm -hmm. in in a certain level and going back to like soulmates or whatever i think you're automatically drawn to these people because you you feel like you can be so open with them and that's what makes you closer to them so if we treat everyone like they're our soulmate quote-unquote I feel like you'll just have all these, like, amazing connections and you get to learn so much from people. And it doesn't necessarily, by the way, have to be things that, like, I'm going to say this because people can relate to me. You can just say things and open people's eyes to it mm-hmm. that maybe haven't experienced it, like, um, body insecurities or, like, being afraid of, like, how you look and st- or, like, not being happy with the way you look. There might be someone out there who's always been content, always super yeah. confident, but now you're opening her or his eyes to this... Mm-hmm idea that like not everyone is the most secure in yeah, how they yeah, look yeah. and maybe they can move through life a little differently yeah. and be more open so it's not only for people to relate to you 
But I think that's why actually we're talking about Instagram so much is because I think it's such a good platform to, to reach people. And also to break the like perfect image. Like to yeah. like I think if more people started being real on Instagram and not like fake real, because I think some people That's what I mean about the whole like yeah. maybe that's what it was, the fake real where it's like, oh like this is my, was my problem, but I've overcome it, and I'm so much holier now, and I'm happy, and I'm, I'm amazing, and I feel so wholesome. That's what I don't like about it, and it yeah. kind of makes me cringe because it's like, okay, great, you're better than us. Once yeah. again, you've shown that you're better than us. And I actually read, I have no idea where this was, but I read an essay about this. Um, it was earlier this year, or maybe last year, about how there was a trend of, like, the messy girl. Like, mm-hmm. so... Basically, I guess one person decided to break the perfect girl mold on Instagram and post, like, themselves, like, in a dirty t-shirt, like, a stained mm-hmm. t-shirt and, like, messy hair. So then it became a trend and everybody started doing it. And then mm-hmm. it became as fake as the realness, uh, yeah. as, like, the fakeness was. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. But I just feel like when things become, like, a trend, then people, again, don't believe them. So we're in the same exact, like cycle cycle again of yeah. people being like well that's not how you really are um i think it's always going to be like back and forth by the way i really think uh social media is going to be extremes like we're going to go from this extreme trend to this extreme mm-hmm. trend to this extreme and you just have to find better, like yourself in the middle i do feel like there are some <laughs> genuine people out there who like use it honestly and not to put out this picture yeah for people to see yeah do you find it easier to be vulnerable to your friends or online? I find it easier to be online. Hmm. I think probably to my friends. And I'm only saying this in the past, like, in the, well, I don't even know because recently, like I told I was hiding something from my mom and Hager for like months. I want to cry. Imagine I cry again. <laughs> this whole podcast. Every episode I cry. <laughs> anyway, I was hiding something from them for months. And, like, I did reach a point of, like, being vulnerable with you guys. And I uh-huh. told you. So, I feel like recently I found it easier. Where, like, I'll call up my friend Amon and I'll just cry to him. Which, like, mm-hmm. normally, like, when he was, like... He was the only person I was hanging out with when I first got out of my relationship. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, oh, yeah. I'm totally fine. And, like, he was going through something similar. So I'd be like, come on. Like, come on. Like, we're not going to be sad right now. Yeah. And then recently I felt like, oh, that all collapsed where I'm, like, calling him and crying to him now. And, like, just being super yeah. open about how I feel. And so I found that recently I've been good in that sense. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I, I'm i good with... Again, I don't know. Because it's, like, up and down. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to share this. Because, like, this happened. And I think maybe, like... Mm-hmm it'll be cool to share this story and then sometimes I'm like no or I'll share this with my friends or this is not online yeah. thing this is not a friendship thing I don't know so it's up and down yeah. for me it's 100% easier to be like vulnerable online than it is with my friends which is the weirdest thing ever it's really weird but it's maybe like a, you... because you put like a barrier like when you're let's say type even, that's why I think by the way when I was younger I used to talk to strangers online well, everybody did, like, in chat rooms I love talking to strangers. But I used to, like, tell them things I would never, ever tell my real friends. Because I'm like, I'm never going to see them. Like, mm-hmm. they're a complete stranger. They have no connection to me. So it's so much easier to... That's why people are vulnerable with their Well, therapists. actually, recently... Yeah, and recently... So, 
I had, I shot with this photographer once. Me and him, like, had such a good time. Like, I mm-hmm. remember telling my agents, like, he's so amazing. Like, he's just such a cool guy. He made me feel so comfortable. And so I randomly DM'd this guy. So randomly, you guys. Like, this guy does not know anything about me other than what I've shared with him that one yeah. day that we spoke and then a few DMs in exchange. Like, yeah. like oh, lol, this is funny, blah, 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 whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I randomly DM this guy and, like, I just, like, spill everything to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I just talk, and he was so amazing and he, like, called me and he, like, told mm-hmm. me about his story and his roommate and, like, we had just such an amazing conversation and, like, it was so easy to speak to him. He didn't know me so much. He didn't know anyone who I was speaking yeah. about. He didn't know any of my real, like, all he knew was that I did this for a living. That's literally all he knew. Yeah. So it's so much easier, I think, to talk to strangers and be honest with them. So maybe the whole online thing for you, that's why it's mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. It's so funny. But you feel so much lighter when you're truthful with your friends. Because you're like, I don't have to fake yeah. it anymore. I don't have to fake it. Like, yeah, I yeah, yeah. like telling, like, Faraz or Ahmad or even, like, Nahla, like, certain mm-hmm. things. These are all my friends. These are, these are, <laughs> these are just a few of my friends. I'm so popular. <laughs> I have so many friends. There's only three. <laughs> but those people... I'm like, okay, now when I have conversations with them, Mm -hmm. I feel like I can be honest and I'm not calculating every single word coming out of my mouth. So true. So I was actually thinking that I was like, it's for me, this is not a generalization for me. It's kind of a cop out to be vulnerable online because I'm like, I'm not actually doing the work of real vulnerability of like, like truly sitting one on one and being like, this is how I feel part of me. And after I told you and Mama, I felt so much lighter, even though this thing happened literally maybe maybe four or five months ago. I still felt lighter. Yeah. I actually remembered something so weird from my, not childhood, like teenagehood. So you know how me, Sarah, and Jasmine used to have the book journals? Yeah. So in this book, so we had a friend, like a guy friend, who I had a major crush on. Like, ooh, ooh, which ooh, one? Spicy. Islam. Oh, is oh wait, Oh my God. <laughs> Thank Everyone God. knew you had a crush Thank on Thank God him. he probably doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, what's it called? What what was they saying? Oh, yeah. So in these journals, we used to write, like, our feelings and, like, our emotions. They were so depressing. Like, when we read them now, we were like, why on earth did we think our lives were that terrible? But anyways, <laughs> so I wrote on a page, like, I wrote my confession of Ooh. liking him. And I covered it. And I was like, if you guys, and then I wrote on the cover of it, if you guys like, if you guys love me, you're not going to open this ever until I tell you to. Like, I made such a big deal out of it. I love that. And they both promised that they didn't read it. But I know for a fact that Sarah did because she has no self-control like I do. Like, I don't either. Um, Jasmine probably didn't read it. But anyways, like years and years later, um, I told them and they're like, yeah. Like, okay. (laughs) That was not something that was a secret. And I used to, like, be so... Like, I hold I Literally, I don't know if you guys heard, but I said everyone knew that. (laughs) I probably talked about him nonstop. But I hold these things... (laughs) Islam, he did this to me. I hold these things, like, so close to my heart. And, like, I feel like I need to protect them, which is so stupid because... It's just so stupid. But... 
that's a part of an example of something that I was ashamed of that was normal. It was like normal teenage behavior, but I was mm-hmm. so ashamed of it. I mean, when you really think of it, like you were saying, like people are so concerned about their stuff that I can guarantee you they're not sitting there thinking about what you had told mm-hmm. them. I'm sure in that moment they've connected with you. But I was just thinking, like, Firas Ramad, when I tell them certain things that I, like, had held a secret, I know they're not sitting there after the conversation thinking, like, whoa, like, mm-hmm. she's pathetic. Like, I know yeah. they're not thinking that. Yeah. Um, And it's funny because Firas will be so honest with me and he'll be like, oh, I'm glad you're honest with yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm glad you're saying this because, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. we, we all knew it. And for, I honestly, for the most part, I think people always know it. Yeah. It's just good for you to release mm-hmm. that. And I think once you start doing that, I swear you guys, and I, like I said, I still struggle with this, so it's not like I'm preaching Mm -hmm. right now. You just feel better. Once you're, like, just honest with the people around you, you feel better. Because then also you're not being a fraud. You're, like, walking through life and you're like, oh, this is really me. Like, this is me. That being said, though, I do want to say that I do, there is something so special that I value about privacy and, like, having your own not even telling a single soul about certain things mm-hmm. in your life but i think the the difference is or what i'm learning the difference is knowing why you're not sharing are you not sharing because you're ashamed or are you not sharing because you really just have this special thing that you don't mm-hmm. want to share with people yeah sometimes i think things <laughs> should be kept even personal. thoughts like it doesn't oh, have to sure, be like yeah. like things you're doing like just private thoughts that mm-hmm. you don't have to share with people mm-hmm. like you want to keep them your special own private thoughts i think there's something special to that I, um, for a while was doing this thing. I don't think I do it anymore, but like for a while I was doing this thing where like if I had gotten a job or a new client or something, I wanted to celebrate with myself first before mm-hmm. like messaging everyone I this knew and telling them. This is when you started believing in Hasad. No, this isn't when I started <laughs> believing in Hasad, which guys, I don't believe in Hasad. I mean, not that it's a bad thing, but I just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I was thinking to myself, it's kind of annoying that like, you never, like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. I did that. You never have that, like, sense of, like, yeah. I did that. That's really cool. It's yeah. almost like I get a job. I get the email. I want to go message Hager. I want to go tell my mom. I, like, I never think, mm-hmm. like, ooh, sit sit for five minutes and, like, be proud of yourself. I actually, um, whenever I read, like, an article or a book that I'm, like, amazed by, I'll immediately mm-hmm. either post it on Instagram or text my friends be like, you have to read this. You have to watch mm-hmm. this. I did that with that video yesterday. Yeah. Um. And then I was thinking, like, why don't I give myself, like, 10 minutes to, to just reflect. be like, do yeah. I really like this? Or mm-hmm. let's think about what they said and then mm-hmm. share it. It's so crazy because I feel like it's so funny because I feel like we're not vulnerable yet. We're so we're a society that's taught to share. Like everything yeah. in our life is shared yet. Yeah. Not really. Like not deep things. But it's like surface level things. It's yeah. not so much more than what meets yeah, the eye. Yeah, like oversharing yeah. and undersharing at the mm-hmm. same time. Whoa. Whoa. Um, the, so that that brings us to the next segment of our show, which Minna doesn't know about yet. Oh. Where I'm gonna <laughs> where I'm gonna announce a new segment. <laughs> I okay. Let's take your advice. I really want to do like um not an advice column because we're not gonna. Wait, I'm so. What is yeah. happening? <laughs> right on, we're not gonna give people advice because we don't know anything about anything. But I want people to like. So there's this girl who wrote in, like, this huge thing to us. I'm not going to share any details. Do I know this? Yeah. Okay. But, and she was, like, asking for advice. And then I remember at the time I felt, like, reluctant to give advice. Okay. 
but I want to do like a thing where people can send us their anonymous like questions sure about things that they just want to Anything. third opinion on not are we advice. answering this girl did we answer no, this no, girl's no. question I don't, we don't have it right now oh, okay but i'm saying like but did we in answer her question yeah yeah because yeah. okay, she asked so it publicly but i i felt like there might have been something deeper that she wanted to talk about if okay, it was okay. anonymous but we like answered her yeah okay so it's not like advice i would really want to stay away from the word advice because we are not giving advice on anything i do think i give really good advice though yeah i know but like a third opinion like if you have a problem in your family that you want a third opinion on or Mm -hmm. between your husband even though none of us are married (laughs) that you want maybe i give relationship no i give great relationship advice what do you think about that so people can be vulnerable in a place you want advice on this do you want advice? I do. I think we should do it. I've always thought that, like, yeah. I, 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 that's kind of what I wanted the podcast to be. Like, people write us and we kind of talk about. Yeah. Their but, stuff. like, personal stuff. Like, yeah. because it's anonymous, you could even. S- I don't know how they would send it to us anonymously, though. It's kind of like we're so. We sit here for, like, 35 minutes every week and we're so honest. We're like, mm-hmm. I've shared so much that sometimes I'm like, why am I sharing this? Or, like, mm-hmm. and certain things, like, well, like, I've gotten DMs, like, personally from people from, like, either Yellowby or the meme shop where I'm like, oh, I forgot I even shared that part of my life. Yeah. Like, I forgot that all of you yeah. guys knew I had a partner who has made an yeah. appearance and now I get questions about him and I'm like, yeah. that's so weird to me. Like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't bother me, by the way, at all, if you guys are being, like, respectful. <laughs> but, like... I forget that. Whoa, I hope nobody heard that gulp. <laughs> so much saliva in my mouth. But um, it's cool because then you guys can send us, or, like, overshare with us. Mm-hmm. And then, then it's, like, nice. Filter, it feels yeah. like it's, like, a friendship. Like some, I actually remember I used to watch um, Dina Tokyo's videos. And mm-hmm. her and her husband did, like, a segment where they would take questions from people. And, like, it was really, like... Questions that people normally wouldn't ask people. Like, my husband's addicted to porn. What do I do? Yeah. And things like that. Mm-hmm. Where you're not going to find an answer to it. Like, an Arab, like from an Arab-American perspective online. Sure, yeah, on yeah. Google. You might. You don't want to tell your friends. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to post it online. And so you don't... You, you, you might just want our opinion. Yeah. Like, I, I get... The question I get all the time is, like, how... How do I date someone non-Arab being Arab... And, like, I never, I'm, like, always, like, okay, I'll cover it on an episode. But it doesn't, the thing is, I don't know your situation. Right. Right? So I can tell you how it is for me. It was fine for me. It literally ran into, like, very little issues. Mm -hmm. But you need to tell me about, like, how are your parents? Do you have siblings who have dated people? Like, what do your friends think? What kind of, like, family do you come from? Like, I would need to know all of this to give you. I think it, it should be done either in dms or over email or something but like and we'll never give, mention people's no, names or no. anything give like the full details like yeah so that way when we're giving our opinion it's actually like based on something yeah not just what sure. we think happened yeah. um so that's our new thing guys oh, and it could yay. be about anything it doesn't have to be really so i guess in topic. the description a little description box thing we'll put like an email where you can write us yeah or or dm us but sometimes people don't want you to see their Instagram, their which is totally anything, fine. Yeah. So just email us. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm so excited for this. So Next exciting. week, we're going to get like zero advice. I know. We're I mean, have zero to questions. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so. Oh, wow. Um, 47 minutes. I know. I Holy thought we were smokes. not going to talk at all. Yeah. Okay. On to our Sa'apulu. 
Okay, my set of Hulu. Well, first of all, I have two set of Hulus. One is very, like, uh, self-promotional. I have a new blog out. It's called mm, Daughters and Their Mothers. Very straight to the point. <laughs> it's hopefully going to be stories from you guys or anyone. Um, just sharing about your mom, like, your relationship with your mom or your daughter. I realize that I love <laughs> moms and dads, like, moms and their daughters i don't know why i have this crazy fascination maybe this is why i rewatch gilmore girls like every other day yeah um and then my other sa'afulu is to this essay that i read it's called tell me how it ends um by valeria how do you say her name louis louis yeah i guess so um and that's pretty just pretty much about the immigration process and like what children have to go through to come into this country and she kind of talks about the, is it deportation? Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. That probably, she doesn't go into it, but she just kind of touches on that as well. And it's a really sad essay. It's going to make you hate America more than you already do. <laughs> but it's, I think it's so important to read it. I had no idea that this is what people went through. And it just makes me want to stand with the cause even more and now when i'm about to vote i'm really going to take into consideration immigration mm-hmm. which is something i always did but i just didn't know it was this severe and i didn't know that we were this cold-hearted when it came to children it just makes me feel so disgusted that mm-hmm. i live in a country where like i can deny a child who's running from rape or gang violence so anyway i don't want to give too much away but it's so short i read it in one day it's like 120 pages or something and it's just a really, it's a good, it's just a good read. I don't know. It's something that I feel like everyone should mm-hmm. read. Yeah, you made me want to read it, actually. So It's not like a topic that's like light and like super entertaining, but she does, she's such a good writer. Um, I actually want to read her novel that she mm-hmm. put out, so. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And definitely also submit to Minna's blog because it's going to be so Hager's nice going to submit. I'm probably going to submit, yeah. That's so cool. What are you going to write about me? About Mama? About me and Mama. I don't know. There's a lot to write about that woman. So much. I was just thinking about... Sorry, this is... I'm sidetracking. But I was just thinking about... Because I was thinking the whole thing is like to share my mom's stories that she shares with us. I was just thinking, like, my mom has so many stories. Like, the one about Giddu and his refrigerator. Like, there's just so many. And I'm like, it's so crazy how it really sometimes goes in through one ear out. We've heard them so, so many, many times. times. That when she repeats yeah. them, I'm like, okay, I know the story. Like, like I know I this. Yeah. To you. yeah. Um, or, like, and um, one will say that. She'll be like, no, you have to listen to yeah. it again. Yeah. <laughs> or the one about Tita telling the girls that would call uncle muhammad and be like he's playing you sweetie like my my grandma was so honest that like she would like shade her own son and be like listen like she he doesn't love you well she wouldn't be harsh but like she would say like he was a major player when he was younger such a player um and he would have like a million girls calling him at home yeah he'd have like six girlfriends on rotation (laughs) she'd pick up and be like like it's better if you move on like it doesn't seem like he's gonna take it seriously but anyways um so definitely submit. I really think it's going to be so cute to read. And it doesn't have to be cutesy stories. It could just be any story. But like, I just I also love want, if you're stories. a mother, I really want to hear about oh, your yeah. relationship. That yeah, was the whole thing one. was like, I got so many like DMs from girls who want to write about their moms. That's fine. I love that. But I also want to hear about like, oh, mom, Jasmine like, should write about yeah, like Jasmine or like Shadeen, if you're listening to this, I doubt she <laughs> listens to this, but like, she is the most 
I don't know. For me, it's like the most wholesome relationship with her daughter. Mm-hmm. It makes me like happy. I've never really wanted a daughter. I've always wanted boys. But I look at like Shireen and I'm like, oh my yeah. god, she ma- or Elle. <laughs> I was about to say she looked to post. <laughs> but like, she, I look at her and I'm like, that's such a cute relationship mm-hmm. where like she can watch Gilmore Girls with her daughter yeah, and so whatever. Cute. Anyway, Hagar, um, you're Safunu. My Safunu is Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. I'm listening to it right now. I'm only on like the first is it a chapter. Book? Yeah. Mm. But it, Brene Brown is like the reason why I'm even talking about shaming and guilty, mm-hmm. guiltiness and vulnerability. So. I would give it a listen. I know that a lot of people. <laughs> Why are you talking like this? <laughs> I really don't know. I wonder if that was I, like heard through the no, audio. Yeah, I, I, think, <laughs> I think my mouth got so loose, but um, <laughs> it's really good. By the way, I was just thinking. I think doing a podcast with your sister. I think everyone should do a podcast with their family member because. You can fake so much in front of other people, mm-hmm. but not your family. Like, sometimes I'll seem... And it's not even like I'm trying to fake it. Like, you know how you put a persona in oh, front of people? Oh, for sure, yeah. Sometimes I'll put that persona and then you'll be like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening right now? And I'll be like, oh yeah, it's my sister. I well, can't as we always say, her. like, we can't do um, business calls together anymore because... Whenever we try to act professional, we want to check ourselves so bad. Like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She told me before she got on this call, she doesn't know what she's talking about. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but it's a good experience. Um, I really hate Minna most of the days. <laughs> so, it's a cute reminder that I love you. I do. I love Hager, and I love my mom. And I have a brother, and I love well, him too. Believe it or not. And that's, like, another thing when I was writing this. I was like, it sucks that, like, Omar doesn't get to, like, share share this. And I wanted to include him so badly. I wanted to be like, BT-dubs, I have a brother. But, I mean, those who know me know that Omar exists. And that's, yeah. why do I care if people know he exists or not? He Talk about in, a private person. <laughs> my brother. <laughs> Literally the biggest mystery in my life. He shocks me every day, though. Like, most of the time he's predictable. Yeah. But, like, every moment of every day, I'm shocked He's by him. He's just so private. He is, but he shows you some sensitivity ones. Like It's not even... One, one, <laughs> one, one time. But one time I did, I was, like, everyone was asleep, and I thought my brother would be awake, but I went into his room, and I was crying, and I was, like, I just... I, I, I'm not going to talk about what I was crying about, because it's stupid, but, like, he was... He hugged me, and he was, like, his advice sucked. <laughs> It was. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> not that serious. But there was like warmth to it. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like or like when I was like, Omar, guess what? I'm on Nike, and I like showed him or whatever, and he's like, Oh, that's not that cool. <laughs> but then, but then immediately after, he was like, Send yeah, me that. I knew. But he thought that was cool, though. Yeah, and he was like, like send me that. Send me the link. And I was like, okay. And it's like, you, like my brother is so, like, uh, what's the word? Not, he's so closed off. Yeah. He doesn't like to share about his stuff. But because I think we know him so well, we know when he likes something, even though he'll never say it. And we mm-hmm. know when he hates something or he's pissed off about something. Yeah. He will say that. But, like... <laughs> Maybe we should do a whole episode on Omar. I really think that 
Almud is fascinating. I truly think he's fascinating. And it, <laughs> I go, I say this all the time. As He's the smartest one. Well, that's a given. He really mm-hmm. is one of the smartest people. But um, I say this all the time. I feel like if you led your, if you wanted to be a mysterious person, come take lessons from my brother because all of us in his family sit there and think about what he's thinking about. Yeah, we were saying it the other day when we were having dinner. We were like, because I, I said I wonder what my mom thinks about like I wonder when like she's like when she's like staring up at the wall I wonder what she's thinking about and then Hager was <laughs> but like but that's the dumbest thing because mama narrates her life <laughs> she was in the kitchen today and she was narrating what she was doing I'm like I need to hear this but then Hager was like I wonder what Alma thinks about and then we all just sat there and we were like holy shit like we wonder what he thinks about yeah you know but anyway that this has been such a long episode. I know, and I'm still gonna put the intro and music and stuff. We talk about our families so much. <laughs> like, you're just like, I'm like, let's keep it going. <laughs> I looked. I was like, 56 minutes. Let's Might as well make it an hour. I'm not gonna make it an hour, but I do want to say that we talk about our families so much. And if you guys are as curious as me and Hager, I'm sure you wonder about them because you only get to see half of my family. Oh yeah. Um. I really want Mama to be on the show one day. Yeah, we I should. would say Almond, but I know he's not going to be on it. No. But I do want to do a whole episode on him. I want to talk about his sign. I want to talk about stories about him. We have oh so God. many funny stories we about Almond. We need to Omar. talk about Zodiac signs next. Actually, oh, yeah. I want to talk Actually, about it. Actually, let's talk about it now. No, I want to talk about it, but I want to bring on someone who can guide us. Because oh, we're not sure. experts on like it. Smarties. Someone who actually knows what they're talking about, and then we say all our predictions. Because you know how we hate certain signs? Yeah. I want to have someone correct it for us. I really got to go because you know what's about to happen. Bye. Oh. Yeah, bye-bye. <laughs>